Hello and welcome to the Sex Logique podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about unpredictability, its perks and its downsides, and uh, how we can use it with our partners for the maximum benefits. can be a great thing to prevent us from getting bored but it can also be our worst enemy so we humans not just humans actually uh, in case you don't know I apart from being a so-called sex expert I am also a animal trainer and since 10 years and also focus on behavior uh, so unpredictability is something that we is considered to be very very punishing for all species <laughs> including humans uh, and there are stud- many studies done uh, showing this but for example there is a study showing that us humans prefer a boss that is uh, consequent in his or her action or are, but is like a bad or a nasty boss but consequence and predictable compared to a boss that is very unpredictable but nicer. Uh, and we can also see this in the animal world. So I am a positive reinforcement trainer, meaning that I focus on positive reinforcement. And even though there is very many great things with positive reinforcement, and I'm obviously a big fan, um, there is studies showing that a unpredictable or a bad positive reinforcement trainer is less preferred by animals than a predictable and consequent uh, punish-based trainer. So even though overall you can say if you have two equal trainers, I think the uh, animal will prefer a positive reinforcement base. But if you have one that is not that great at what they're doing or that is unpredictable and therefore unpredictable and the animal doesn't really know the rules it doesn't really know what is expected then that in itself is punishing enough that they rather have someone that is punished based but they know they can predict what's going to happen and they uh, know what's expected of them so they can avoid the punishment and not being able to avoid a punishment is extremely punishing in itself. And you might think, well, okay, if these trainers that did positive reinforcement were not punish-based, how are they punishing? But it's it's not... Um, it is punishing. Like, punishment and uh, reward is a line. Like, <laughs> um, so it, it's, not, it's, it's not one thing or another, and it's a scale. Um, so if you predict that you're going if you expect something and you don't get it that's a disappointment and in in a way a punishment in itself so if you are an animal and you expect that now you're going to get a treat i did the thing i'm going to get a treat now and that trainer is not uh, observant enough to reward you for what you're going to do or you don't know what's expected of you you know that sometimes you get treat but you haven't figured out what can make that happen like what what am i supposed to do that confusion itself can be punishing. So punishment, there is not 
necessarily someone having to do something to you. It can also be an internal feeling of confusion, for example. So unpredictability and the not knowing what is expected. So not knowing if we are doing correctly or incorrectly is extremely punishing. There is one thing to purposely do something we know are supposedly incorrect or that we know will have a negative consequence um, by our own accord. We chose to do it and we are prepared to take that consequence or we're trying to escape the consequence, but we know it's going to happen if, at least if we get caught doing whatever it is we're doing. So everything that is unpredictable and is a negative consequence or the threat of a potential negative consequence that we cannot predict and we do not know how to avoid, that is extremely punishing. So therefore, we want to remove that unpredictability in those areas as much as possible. Another good example of this is uh, sexual rejection, right? So if you don't know if you're going to get rejected or not by your partner and this rejection very like negative or punishing in the way that re- that the rejection is performed or meaning there is a negative tone maybe there is a pushing away of the physical contact or an eye roll or anything that makes you feel that 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 even the proposal was like stupid <laughs> like why would you even propose such a thing or Uh, where you truly feel rejected not just that your partner might not be in the mood but the fact that you actually feel rejected and if you don't know if you're gonna get a green light or if you're gonna get not just a no thank you sounds lovely but no thank you but rather a actual rejection where you felt like how can you only think about that or how can you think about that right now or a very negative rejection that is also going to create a environment where you are more likely and make less and less advantage. So you are going to propose it less and less. You're eventually going to feel like there's, even if there sometimes is a green light. So it doesn't mean that you necessarily will completely stop, but you're going to be less enthusiastic about it and probably going to do it less and less over time. So unpredictable punishment creates an environment where even when the punishment itself is not present, it can be punishing just because the threat of a potential punishment is always present. Now, if everything is predictable, though, it gets boring. So predictability can also be our our worst enemy in another sense, right? So how do you balance this? Well, it's actually really simple because we hate unpredictability when when we don't know what's expected for us when we are afraid to do wrong when we are afraid to get scolded when we are afraid that we're going to make mistakes that we're afraid that we're going to fuck things up or that our partner is just going to get angry with us with us we don't know how to make this person happy that is very punishing but everything positive can be unpredictable So everything that we like, everything that is a happy surprise can be unpredictable because that's what's going to prevent our life to get boring. So nobody want to have a partner that is unpredictable in terms of, am I going to come home to someone that yells at me or am I going to come home to someone that's nice? We don't want this. But coming home to someone that may be either loving or funny and quirky or very sexual 
if it's all a positive surprise, if we don't know exactly what we want to get, but we know it's not going to be a punishment, then it becomes exciting. Or, you know, getting flowers on Valentine's Day is lovely. But a lot of people expect it. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't do those things. Because when we have expectations, we know how to satisfy those expectations. So that's great. Here we have the predictability. We know what's expected from us. And we know how to fix it. And we know how to do it correctly. So we don't need to stress about, am I going to get punished or not? But when our expectations are met, we reach satisfaction. But if we want to go beyond satisfaction, we need the unpredictable element. The surprise element. And that is flowers a random Tuesday for no reason. So both in romance, sex and relationships in general, using unpredictability when it comes to good things, positive things. Imagine you talked about, say, something you want to do in bed and your partner may not be really into it, but then suddenly one day you come home and your partner is ready to do that thing, surprise you with it. That's great, right? Or that sext that you didn't expect that you suddenly got in the middle of the, you were in a meeting at work and suddenly you get this, this sext or this loving message from your partner. Or you find a little post-it note in your pocket with something positive, a positive message or uh, a thank you for something you've done that you didn't expect your partner to notice that you did this thing, but suddenly you got uh, rewarded for doing it. And those unpredictable, positive things, a surprise dinner, coming home, having the bed, the kids already in bed or whatever, you know, like whatever it is, when we don't expect it to happen, that... Uh, is going to go beyond when it's something positive. However, if we have an expectation that is not being met, then we have disappointment. So if we expect the, the flowers or we expect sex or whatever it is, and we don't get it, then we feel disappointed. If we expect flowers or we expect... Uh, a sexual encounter or whatever it is and we get what we expected we feel satisfied when we get something we didn't expect we were gonna get we feel great that's like the key kind of the key to happiness right so happiness is that's why you can't chase happiness because happiness is those moments where you get something good you did not expect so the moment you expect things you, you will feel satisfaction when you get it, but you won't feel more than that. So that's why having those, which also is great to have those things kind of unpredictable, unpredictable. So even though it's very lovely to have certain rituals that can make us satisfied, we know we get our needs met, uh, we know the rules, everything is good. We can then add and spice up our life and spice up romantically, sexually and everything with our partner by having surprise moment like that as well and the negative things the punishment those things should be as much as possible clear rules clear expectations 
you know that when you st- do something that that's not going to be appreciated you know that your partner's not going to like something but the rules are very clear so at least you know it's predictable the punishment is predictable and if you don't know your partner will communicate it to you so it's not this big surprise that is going to remove a lot of negativity from your relationships and add a lot of spice to your relationship when you stop the negative things to be unpredictable like unpredictable mood mood swings that are very unpredictable that's not very nice for anybody um but the positive things the good surprises those things can be unpredictable spontaneous happen whatever and that's going to add spice and romance and uh, fun into your life and into your relationships you don't want to have a surprise fine on your car but getting a surprise check of money is great right so <laughs> we don't want to have the surprise negative things we want to have the surprises in the positive things and so it's it's really simple actually <laughs> not always simple to do because it does require you to be more aware of your own behavior and you have to also communicate those um your expectations are standard which a lot of people struggle with a lot of people struggle to communicate what they actually want and their expectations uh in the relationship or expectations of other of their partner but and this is also something that many people forget to communicate um and when i say partner again it doesn't have to be a romantic partner it doesn't have to be someone you married it can be any relationship you have with a human being and it can also be again just like casual someone you have casual sex with but what does casual sex mean you might have very different expectations of that like for instance for me i still expect if i would have something casual with someone i still expect them to respect me as a human being but i know that's not always the case um so some people just oh that just expect that we use each other's bodies and that's it um and i don't even have to ask anything about <laughs> what's happening i don't have to have any clue what's going on in your life i don't have to say hi i can just say send you a uh like origin emo- emoji and that's it and that means come over and do something so when i'm with someone like that i get immediately turned off when i'm with someone that uh would do it in a different way but that's also on me then to communicate what is my expectations of this What do I expect for someone I'm dating? What do I expect for someone I'm in a relationship with? What do I expect for someone um in general? Like a friendship, whatever it is, it can also be a family member. So, uh being clear with our expectations and actually talk about them. If you move in with someone, what's the expectations? If you have sex with someone, what's the expectations? In your partnership, if you get how do you expect What do you expect from this relationship in terms of sex, for instance? Um how do you expect your partner to react when you want something and they don't? How do you expect them to react when it's the other way around when they want something and you don't? Um being clear with your expectations is super important because all expectations that aren't met are going to turn into resentment. Uh and disappointment. And so when we don't explain those, the other person is going to feel that we are disappointed or that we resent 
or this resentment of over time that's going to build to resentment. So it's going to be disappointment that builds up to resentment over time and your partner will feel it. And having resentment and disappointment is very negative to your sex life. It's going to have a very negative impact to how attracted you find your partner. So any kind of, the more negative thoughts you have about your partner, the more bitterness as well. Sex. If you start looking at your partner as, if you start to resent your partner and feel bitter towards your partner, you're not going to find them very attractive. And this is also like one thing that even if in early dating, like one thing that when expectations aren't met, it's a common reason that I know me and also many of my, especially female friends, stop dating someone. It's like you had an expectation and this person didn't meet them up and you felt disappointment in the way that they communicated the uh, amount of effort the person put in or whatever. And I think really early on, sure, it's fine to just walk away. But I gen- as a general rule, I do think communicate the expectations, communicate what is you want. And then the other person have a choice if they want to actually do that or not. But at least they have a choice and they know why you then leave later instead of thinking it's something else. Um, because it's fine. You don't always have to agree on everything. You don't have to. You might not be a good match. But at least you have communicated and given the other person a chance. Because sometimes we don't even give someone a chance because we don't communicate what we need. And then they don't meet it. And we're like, nah, bye-bye. So at least give the chance to people to actually step up and meet your expectations. And if you have too high expectations, then you're going to find yourself very lonely. But, um, you know, you have the right to have any expectation you want you might just not find anybody that will be able to meet them and that's another that's another story but uh, always communicate them so that people know what's expected and they can agree to the terms and conditions it's at at the end of the day it's a kind of it's giving consent it's like um, knowing what you're in for uh, so that you don't end up in that kind of relationship or with the person that resents you and you feel less you don't feel valued in your relationship you don't feel seen you don't feel like respected um so it's also about respect i think uh it communicating expectations is a form of showing the other person respect punishing someone for not meeting certain expectations that you haven't communicated is a lack of respect you are not being respectful to your partner or to the other person also in the bedroom (laughs) so pulling this a little bit more into what that means for the bedroom so overall generally speaking this is going to affect how sexual you're going to be with your partner long term if you have a long-term relationship this is very important to minimize any kind of resentment uh, that you can build up that you don't allow it to build up by communicating well Um, but also that you don't end up in a trap of having a quite dull of of dullness (laughs) is to have this element of surprise if it's a positive surprise the element of unpredictable uh, positive actions uh, towards your partner and that will like generalize so if you do things romantically that will 
also go into sexually. So like if you start doing positive, unpredictable things, that will have an overall positive effect. So it doesn't have to be that you have to just be unpredictable in the bedroom. Be unpredictable with romantic actions and kind actions as well to your partner. When it comes to sex, unpredictability can be something novelty. It can be something new uh, that you surprise your partner with, that you're going to try something new. But it doesn't have to be. It can also be something that you just know your partner likes. So if you find it difficult to always think of new things, so there is ways to prevent uh, that the sex becomes too predictable by changing things up and stuff like that. And you can also have lists where you write everything you want to do down or you can save like new positions and new things. And you can, so you have this like, almost you can make a little wheel and you can spin it or you can get dices with different positions or whatever. You can actually, there is a lot of gamification that you can do that you have this inspiration because it's important to keep being inspired. But it's also about just doing things that your partner like when they don't expect it to happen. So it can also be the timing can be unpredictable. For example, like you wake your partner up with a lovely cappuccino and a nice blowjob, for example. That is a lovely way to start a day. If they don't expect it, um, then also breakfast in bed if you don't want to be sexual. But just like it can just be something you already know your partner likes that you just do at a time when they don't expect it to happen. Uh, And you know that that would make them feel good that you did that thing. Um, So it's... uh, Partly about using novelty is a way to use being unpredictable and timing is another way to be unpredictable. Um, And just having a level of uncertainty in the best way. So for example, if you know that you're going to come home to someone that is happy to see you, but you don't know if that's going to be someone coming with a lightsaber to have a fight in the hallway for fun uh, or if that's going to be someone that's very sexual and seductive or if it's going to be someone like kind just kind and warm that's going to greet you at the door you don't know what you're going to get but you know it's going to be fun but you don't really know what fun that is also unpredictability right so you can and that can also be used in the bedroom. Like you can have almost like different personas. You don't know. Is this going to be the kind of sex where you look each other in the eyes and you like are making love? Or is this going to be, porno- is the sex going to be pornographic? Uh, or is the sex going to be quirky where you, where you laugh and you have sex and you laugh and it's just like fun and playful. So that is also a form of unpredictability. Just the kind of sex you have, the energy around it, like, you know, oh, we're going to have sex and that's great. But you don't really know what you're going to get. And it doesn't have to be the position or if you have oral sex or uh, vagina penetration or anal sex. It can also be other things, <laughs> maybe, or out the course or all these other options that you have. It can also be the position. It can also be what you're wearing. It can also be the scenario. It can be the time of day. Like there are so many different things you can play around with. Um, so it's actually, it's it's kind of an art in itself to not be, um, 
to be completely predictable. <laughs> With so many options that exist, the fact that so many people end up getting stuck in doing the same thing at the same time is actually quite uh, quite remarkable in a, in a way. Um, so you have so many different ways to play around and they can also be changing foreplay, changing aftercare. Um, it's just so many different ways to do it. S- sending sp- spicy me- message to your partner when they're at work. You know, all of these things. Maybe you always cook, but today you cook in a sexy outfit. You know, it's like, you know, you're going to get a meal, but ooh, that was something new. Didn't expect that. So just anything that is nice, kind, sexy, um, are things you can play with being unpredictable. That can be giving your partner a surprise kiss they didn't expect or giving them a compliment they didn't expect. Like hit your partner with like, I'm so proud of you and say something specific that they done or like, I feel so proud to be your partner or something like this. If they don't expect it, that compliment, a real, a good, strong compliment that they do not expect. Um, it's, it's also a way to be unpredictable, unpredictable and in, in the, in the good way. And this also can transfer to sex life. So even if you have more predictability in your sex life, you can also, you don't always have to change everything in the bedroom to have an overall feeling of having less predictability. You can also change the way you flirt with each other, change the way you talk to each other um, in the romantic sense, in the loving way. Um, so it doesn't, it's going to transfer and it's going to give an overall feeling in the relationship. So one will affect the other. <laughs> so if you struggle being unpredictable in the bedroom, that is, um, I mean, again, just try changing one thing out. If you have three positions, you always do them in the same order. Switch the order up. Switch out one position. Like you can do so many different things. Switch out what you wear. Uh, add some dirty talk. You know, like there are many things you can do in the bedroom, but also take it outside the bedroom. Do it outside. Flirt. The way you flirt with each other. The way you touch each other when you're not having sex. Like walk around naked in the apartment. Do different things. You can do them occasionally to surprise. So there's so many things you can do. And it doesn't have to be just in the bedroom. And this will transfer overall. And anything positive. The more positive you think about your partner. The more positive things. Associations you have with your partner the more attracted you would feel to your partner. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little bit different. Well, I say that actually quite a few times, I realize. But a lot of these soft skills is what makes the biggest difference in the bedroom. So it's going to be some alternative, like some of these maybe more um, soft skill based episodes. And looking at science that's actually the things that make the biggest difference in in the bedroom but there will also be i think the next episode or so will either be looking at a, some specific studies again or just more technical in terms of how to do certain things in the bedroom so there will be always be a little bit of a mix-up but i do think it's very important and especially 
it's unpredictability is such a simple thing in the sense that bad unpredictability stuff is bad and good unpredictability is good. Uh, and it's so simple in a sense that when you hear it, it's like, duh. But I think many people don't actually think about it in their relationship in that sense. So I hope that it gave you something and I hope that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and that you take this opportunity to create some positive unpredictability in your life and that you make sure that you have communicated your expectations well enough to avoid negative unpredictability. <laughs>